Hello, ciao, and welcome back to the Chronicles of a Black Italian Woman. My name is Benedicta Junpa, and I'm the host and creator of this podcast. <laughs> Hello, people of the internet. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. I hope you haven't missed me too much. I'm back. At this point, you need to arrest me. At this point, you need to send the rescue team because where have I been? Where have I been? When was the last time I posted? Like, can you believe that? Where have I been? That's a good question to ask because I will be asking that myself too. So a lot has been happening lately. So my laptop, first of all, after a technical difficulty, my laptop broke down. So that's why I wasn't able to work. Because yes, I have a PC, I have a Mac, which I use at home. But I do always record the podcast on my laptop and uh, Microsoft laptop. And the funny part is I was preparing a presentation for work, for my new work, I'm gonna tell you more about. And uh, all of a sudden, I take this laptop to Geneva in Switzerland. I open the laptop and the laptop ain't working. I'm just like, wait, I'm gone. Thankfully, I had a back and I had another device with me, which hope I said, what's going on? So for this reason, you haven't heard from me. And I feel this is worse than my summer break. But I'm back, guys. I'm going to give you a little bit of catch up of different things that have happened, uh, different shows that I watched, and different things that have happened around the world, and what's happening with me as well. So I'm going to give you a little bit of catch up on this episode, okay? So what's happened? Like, why was that? Is Switzerland doing a new work? And you were doing a new work. Well, your girl decided to quit a job a few months ago. The job that I've been doing for the past five years with U.S. study abroad students. Why did I do that? Do I have a middle-aged crisis? That could be. But also, sometimes you just know within you when a season is coming to an end. I actually never part of my job, which I enjoyed. I love working with young people. I love the fact that I could tap into my activism side and work more, for example, initiatives like Black History Month, supporting underrepresented students. Students have shared so many kind words to me throughout the years and seeing the way they grown so beautifully and becoming more confident in who they are and literally has made me so proud throughout the years. And uh, let me say, I did something, thank God. But there was something that, Something was feeling tight within my spirit, within my space. I think going through a grieving process and also having some health challenges as well. I think also related to stress and uh, not really being in the best uh, health space. I definitely had been thinking probably right now it's time to go for a change, pivot, and see what else it is out there. For a long time, I actually had that feeling. But I haven't had the courage to do it. I don't think I was in the best mind frame. I was not in the best spirit. I was just not doing well, I'll be honest. And the more I think about it, the more I look back, especially how I'm feeling right now, definitely I think I wasn't in the best shape possible. Let's go wrap it up here. Don't ask me too many questions. It's just, it's a figuring out process. But I'll tell you more about it. And more news and more updates. It's funny for me to find myself in this situation because I've been somebody who has always kind of planned a life out. I knew I was going to study in the UK when I was studying in the UK. I knew I was going to volunteer at the Olympics. I knew I was going to do so many different things. Uh, I also knew that I wanted to... I didn't know 
I was going to stay in Rome, I'll be honest, but I knew one day I would have lived in Rome and maybe one day in the future I will move back to Rome, we shall see. But let me tell you, it's been an honor and a privilege living in the city and seeing this city looking a lot different from the way I found it. And these past few weeks, they've been so interesting. So I gave my resignation back in March. I finished my job in June. In June already, I was working and that's why I was on my laptop. God really, I told you, works in a very mysterious way. I connected with somebody years back at a, at a Celebrate conference, the Celebrate conference. And this same person for which I'm forever grateful for has given me the opportunity to work on some uh, trainings uh, with uh, some directors of study abroad programs and I got to do that in Switzerland, a place where actually it's so funny because I was thinking I was going to study there but I didn't. But as soon as I finished working in Rome, I went there to present and do a workshop. I think that's so funny in all of this. And uh, it's been an amazing experience because this has challenged me. I've opened my eyes to a new opportunity, to a new place. Do you know that in Switzerland, actually, everybody looks good? And uh, in Geneva, like, wow, guys, there are black people there. There are black people. I think, like, when you are from an underrepresented community, especially as a black person as well, you wonder, like, where are the black people are? Are black people there? How do these people live here? The interesting part for me was walking around Geneva and noticing that they were like the uncles and the aunties, like the older black people. You saw them like proper dress coming out of their office jobs. And you're just like, wow, wow. Because especially where you come from Italy, it's rare that you see normally a black person coming out of the office shop. I'm not going to lie. And I remember even when I was working, I was working in the office, uh, working with his study abroad. And I remember my mom was like, oh, look at you now working in the office. Da, 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 da. And I'll be honest, my mom, for many years, has cleaned offices, you know. Having a daughter working in that position for her was a moment of pride. You know what I mean? So the fact that they could, the fact that I could see like all the black people doing different kind of jobs, I mean, so like somebody driving a Tesla as well. Well, I can see why Miss Dina Turner chose to live in Switzerland. I can see why. And uh, it's been amazing. And uh, also got an opportunity to see like Tyler Lum, which was a guest on this podcast and has helped me with uh, this training that I did. And I'm very grateful for that. I got to, like, it's been nice to be just in a different place, connecting with new people professionally. Also, I got back to Rome, I've still been busy. Like, I was in Switzerland, I was preparing for the most of the month, the early part of the month, I was preparing this training for people. Then I got the opportunity also to connect with community in a new way, in a new form. It's been interesting, Rome, how vibrant has become as well for the black community, the Afro-Italian community. Because literally, at some point in Rome, almost every week, at least once a week, there was an event related to the Black Italian community or related to Blackness, which was so surprising. Like, I went to an opening at the former Colonial Museum in Rome. I've been, and there were artists that I knew as well that exhibit there, uh, Jermaine Michael, Wissal as well, and so many others. I was so surprised. It was good to see, like, something shifted. It feels like, by participating into the 
book presentation of you remember guys Camilla Hofen. For those that haven't listened to, I invite you to go and listen to the episode with Camilla Hofen on race and citizenship. That that book on uh, contested race and citizenship in the Black Mediterranean now has been released in Italian and is Rata Cintadinanza and the conversation. So there was Angelica Pizzerini that did the post where did there was uh, Marie that did the translation and also there was Squanza from the Association of West Roma. Like hearing them talk and especially Angelica and Marie talking about how powerful translation is, but also talking about People, let me tell you, the way the world, way this country has changed, the conversation around blackness, citizenship, has changed. Talk, hearing people, I literally get emotional right now because I remember starting this work as an activist for citizenship rights for people born and raised to parents that are foreign here in Italy. And I remember starting this work and it started to feel so hopeless because the law has not changed yet. We have new fascists at the government. So you're feeling like, what's the point of the work that we've done? But actually, this work is so powerful because we are shaping this nation. We're shaping our community. We're shaping our cities. And let me tell you, this was a precious reminder, go to such events like this, events that, let me tell you, that a few years back, they were not a common in Rome. So seeing that the resistance, the joy that we're presenting in these spaces, in various spaces, because also there was Spazio Griot at the same time that there was the presentation of the book. Spazio Griot is an incredible space created by Joanne Hafrecourt who she's a cultural creator and looks at the heart within the African diaspora and beyond. And this time there was a discussion by the Filipino community. That was the focus. And when I would go back to Rome, I'm definitely looking forward to see that exhibition because like literally, like the way the Filipino community is is treated in Italy and it was spoken about in Rome is so shameful. So I really love people are taking the narrative. So Judah has been a very interesting month. It's a month of transition, it's a month of realization, has been a month of joy, tears, community, but I've been loving it. I've been loving it. I've been seeing it. And uh, also, as many say, also what's happening around the world as well. Because as soon as I go to Switzerland, the first news I heard is the passing of former Italian Prime Minister Silvio Berlusconi. If you don't know about him, let me tell you quickly about him. So Silvio Berlusconi was a Milanese there from Milan, businessman, okay? This man has acquired a bunch of properties in Milan and then he started investing his money in TV. Let me tell you, these TV channels become privately owned and they get transmitted nationally and thanks to the laws that were done to favor his businesses this man starts shaping the old Italian culture especially when it comes to women when it comes to the shaping the imagery of Italian society but not in a good way like we see the hypersexualization of women we see women been becoming objects, just being displayed as objects, being skinny, just being almost sold as a piece of meat and 
being portrayed as shallow. Phyllis Pollard, I think, I want to say, I'm not going to credit him for who I am today, but definitely a lot of people of my generation have started politics because they were tired to see the way this country was treated by this man. The way this pe- this person treated this country, the way he has ruined this country. Italian press started singing his praises as soon as he passed away. But it was interesting the accountability coming from foreign press. The foreign press was not having it. They were not like, we're not going to sing these praises. We're going to remind it was a humanizer being in collision with the mafia. It's been collaborating with them. So we're going to call that out. And that person has been ruling in politics in Italy for the past 30 years. And the government that we have right now has been also because of him. Because of him, we have neo-fascists at the government. So I don't understand why these people were singing praises to him. And it's so funny because even yesterday I was hearing older women talking about Berlusconi. And it's funny because the way like sometimes migrants and the black community, some of them have embraced Berlusconi because, oh, he allowed people to have permits, the permit to stay, they had to their citizenship or whatsoever. Me, I couldn't care less. And I'm glad I come from a family which we are not sang his praises, honestly. And thanks, mom. Thanks, dad. And uh, yeah, so it's been interesting seeing his passing, the narrative around this, in literally doing the pre- ruin our generation, ruin the future of this country. This country literally, it is the way it is right now because of his policies that he has done, which were only aimed to protect his businesses, protect his people, and nothing for the actual future of the country. Although I will always say, call his party, oh, let's go Italy, Forza Italia, and he got involved with football and whatsoever. But the core of it, his interest was never this country and the fact that it would have sex with minors as well. It was just so disgusting. It was just so disgusting. And uh, we deserve better person as a country. I hope we have an actual research. And uh, I really hate the fact that they're just like, let's name a street after him. Let's do this. Let's do that. Please, 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 come on. Let's get it together. And... We saw 600 migrants uh, died at the shores of Greece. And it's been amazing seeing the Greek people taking up the streets, protesting and calling out the government. And in the same case of Kutro as well, what happened was is that the Greek Marines have not intervened when it came to saving the lives of these six, over 600 migrants. And uh, the Mediterranean literally has become a cemetery for lives of black and brown people and it's very painful and it's painful that Europe keeps on founding governments, the Tunisian government for example, to just and kill, murder and enslave uh, black and brown bodies. For example, the same case with Turkey. And it's so hypocrite because these are the same people that claim they are democracies, but they're giving money to governments to make sure that people die don't reach the shore of Europe and while they ruin this country and spreading these countries. That's very, very interesting to me. Uh, anyway, there is that. So that's what's happened in the last few months. What else has happened in the last few months? It's important that 
Europe really needs to open their eyes and really face its racism because even here about the death of, of the young French male man, man, he was 17, it wasn't even a man, it was a baby, he was shot to death, shot to death. His name was Nael and he was shot to death by the French police about just a few weeks ago. Really, have Europe and its racism. It's very scary because there is a failure to recognize it's racism. And there is always this idea that racism is something from abroad. It's something that comes from far. We have nothing to do with this racism. I wish Europeans were so open in their eyes to actually acknowledge that they, they are the root cause of racism. It's crazy. It's really crazy. I want to put you a little bit of an happy note on here. You know, always, I do not like. Mm, I have to share something with you. Let me share something real quick on here because it's something that I observe, especially this week. It's very interesting the way Christian men come from me and my politics. I'm provoked sometimes. They would be like, yeah, I will come for Benedicta if I confront her with her Bible. Or they would come into my DMs trying to tell me, like, what you're saying is wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. Ha, ha, ha. You cannot say that. And they will come with some very generic quotes, like, we just say nothing. What does the Bible say? What does your faith have to do with your politics? Almost these provocative questions to question my beliefs, to question my ideas, to question as if like I woke up one morning and I decided to be a feminist. I woke up one morning and decided to talk about anti-racism. I woke up one morning to just decide I'm an activist. Like, trust me, what I do is all aligned within my faith, my belief. What I think as well is all aligned with it. And so you, men feeling entitled, especially Christian men, feeling very entitled to dictate on how I should think as a woman. It's very interesting that your, miso your misogyny is really showing. That's all I have to say. Because uh, for me, it's just like, we, there's some men, like somebody's leading my DM this week and they were trying to, like, he's coming for me because I said that, listen, like, patriarchy is the same thing in Afghanistan as in Italy. And that's a fact. That's a matter of fact. Because if the Minister of Infrastructure, Matteo Salvini, he should shut down a swimming pool party designed for hijabi women, which is a private party, making like a national case of identity or whatsoever. Sorry, you're not that different from the Taliban. I'm sorry, because you, what's the difference between you and the Taliban? And so me saying that, you think that, oh, do you really think that? Yes, I do. And if you have a problem with that, Maybe you should ask yourself some questions instead of just coming for me for no reason. I don't know. It's just weird. It's just weird, the conversation. Anyway, I'm talking a lot of crap, but I also want to look that never, ever, ever season four has come. Guys, let me tell you. Oh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Like, I'll tell you how it is because I'll just tell you. Never, ever, ever is literally my favorite show, as I said before, because I think Debbie, literally, she's like a little bit like myself and... Uh, also because she's a migrant kid and as a, a black African Ghanaian Italian woman seeing that Debbie I can relate more to Debbie's experience as a migrant kid and the culture a cultural experience and a teenager I feel like I could really relate to that and uh, so seeing her seeing how she grew and was I was so happy literally like never have I ever has forced me to download Netflix again because my my account got suspended or got cancelled 
my subscription got cancelled because uh, Netflix has changed its policies. And I know we agreed on not giving more money to Netflix, but I had to watch Never Have I Ever. Listen, that's a need. That was a need. I literally had to see how the season ended. I didn't like how it ended. I'm sorry. For me, we want to say thank you to Mindy for the work that she does, uh, especially for the South Asian community. But please, somebody free Mindy from the shackles of having a looking white man ended up with South Asian women. Why? Why did they have to end up with Ben? Like, at least give us Paxton. No, we, she had to end up with Ben. She could have been ended up with by herself. I don't know why we're trying to force this. Like, it's not by force. It's not by fire. Please. Please, no. Like, I was so annoyed because I was like, why? Like, why? I cannot even feel like they are that chemistry I could have but although I love Maitre Maitre she did amazing she's such a great actor she is growing beautifully Maitre Ramakrishnan we love you we love you but no no that ended I did not like I was vexed I was pissed I'm sorry <laughs> but yeah so anyway 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 that's kind of the little top down for you I hope you had a great time I'm grateful for the people that I met along my journey through all my journeys and um, I'm grateful also to myself to still be here and uh, be here with you guys. I don't know what I'm going to do right now. I think definitely I'm going to edit this podcast. Probably need to do some rebranding on here. But maybe let me know what you would like to hear. Anyway, don't forget to have a great month, a great summer. My favorite season. And outside of that, to follow your dreams. Follow your heart when it's needed. Especially when there is that disconnect between your mind, body, spirit, and soul. Make sure that you center yourself and you find healing. Oh, by the way, I've been in such an interesting workshop, by the way, which was on uh, body, trauma, spirituality. Very interesting. Anyway, 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 don't forget to follow the Chronicles of a Black Italian Women at Chronicles of ABI, B. And also, don't forget to follow my personal page at Smiley Benny with uh, Y. I love you. I appreciate you guys. Take good care. Bye. Ciao, ciao.